it's the mid podcast your podcast for random shit geek stuff and wrestling you can listen to the podcast wherever you get your podcast apple spotify or any podcast platform you can also help the podcast by giving us a five-star rating on your platform of podcast you can also follow us on twitter at the mid podcast and on youtube at the mid podcast you can also support the podcast by becoming a Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash the mid podcast where you have access to our random shit episodes and other special episodes that we decide to do. I am one of your hosts, Catherine, here with my handsome co-host, Brendan. Hello. And we are unbiased wrestling marks. Yes, we are. We are very unbiased. <laughs> and today, we will be reviewing WWE's Elimination Chamber live from Canada. I mean, Canada. And New Japan Pro Wrestling Battle in the Valley live from San Jose, California. Yes, so you get double wrestling tonight. Double trouble. And all I'm saying is... I enjoyed New Japan more than I enjoyed the Elimination Chamber. I actually thought Elimination Chamber was much better than what I was anticipating. It was bad. It was better than what I was anticipating. You know what? You want my review on it? It was fucking ass. You're not being very unbiased. I'm being very unbiased. It's my unbiased opinion. It was fucking ass. <laughs> We're going to review match by match Elimination Chamber. Just so we can get to hear the unbiased opinion of the biased co-host over here. I'm going to go get some tea. <laughs> you need to be teabagged. What? I'll let Jamie Hayter teabag me. Oh. Well, I mean, wouldn't that be kind of hard? She ain't got no teabags. She can she can motorboat you, but she, I mean, you can motorboat her, but you she can't teabag you. Oh, shit. Well, then, I don't think that's how we needed to start the show off. You just ruined that. You just ruined the show. We're going to end the show now. Yep. Wow, I'm still trying to get over what you said. I need to regroup, get back on track, to make this a respectable show. Because you are a unrespectable host. I don't say anything. I don't say anything. I am the perfect host. That is a lie. I'm the perfect host. Oh, Mom, what shirt am I wearing today? Uh, Cunta Rosa. Your favorite? No. Remember, I hate all women wrestling. Yep. But, okay. Let's break down the matches so, so we can move on. We start off with our women's elimination chamber match. And the match will start off with Natalia and... Live, 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 Morgan. 
we'll have to fill you in on the inside joke of that one day. Um, I thought it was a good matchup with Natalie, uh, Nat and Liv. Um, Liv sends Nat into the chamber. Then Nat sends Liv into the pod. Then we get Raquel. She goes after Nat. Then she sends Liv into the corner. I mean... Raquel's a strong bitch. I'll say that. Yeah. Then we get Nikki Cross who just decided she gonna go butt-ass crazy on everybody. Um... Nikki's on top of a pod and does a crossbody off the pod onto everybody. Then we get Carmella. She tries to pin all the ladies. Then she begins running her mouth to Asuka. And Carmella decides she's going to lock herself into the pod because she don't really want to fight. She just wants to take advantage of everybody else whooping everybody's ass and getting the pin. <laughs> um, Raquel actually sends Nikki Cross through the pod. And she eliminates Nikki Cross. Then Liv Morgan gets on top of Asuka's pod. As Raquel and Nat are fighting in the corner. And then finally we get Asuka. Asuka goes after Carmella. Then Nat, Nat puts a sharpshooter on Liv. Well, Liv hit a sunset flip. Yeah. Um, Asuka... Gets the submission. They eliminate Liv. They kind of double team for Liv. Liv there. Carmella eliminated Nat. That gives us Oscar and Carmella teaming up on Raquel. Um, I had a feeling that they were going to let Raquel win. Um, they both pin Raquel to eliminate Raquel, leaving us Carmella and Oscar. Um, when it got down to the last two, I was like, there's no way in hell they're letting Carmella win this. No. But I was so, so waiting for them to fuck with everybody. And let Carmella win? let Carmella win. I had a feeling they would do that. But they didn't. Asuka wins, and she will face Bianca, which I think that would be a better match anyway. Um... Then we get Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley, which is the third match between the two. I mean, you can't go wrong with big meaty men slapping meat. I like both guys. Lesnar drives Bobby into the corner. Bobby hits a spear, gets a two count, hits another spear. Bobby tries for the heart lock. Lesnar hits an F5, gets a two count, hits another F5. We get a third spear by Lashley. Lashley has the hurt lock in. Brock decides he can't get out. Low blows. Lashley gets a DQ. Lashley gets the win. Um, kind of thought this was pure horse shit with the way it ended. I don't care for Lesnar matches. Because here, it's the same thing with Roman matches. And hear me out. Finisher. Finisher. Finisher, finisher, big move finisher, big move finisher. Brock wins or some stupid shit happens. And that's the match. And we'll get into the Roman thing later. So, 
uh, Brock gets the DQ. Brock goes on a tearing spree. He F5s the rep. Then he does another F5 to Lashley. Then he F5s somebody Lashley through the table. Then he F5s the ref through the table. Good. The only thing I said, at least we're not getting Bray and Brock out of this shit. Could he have F5'd Michael Cole? That little cho bitch ass wannabe needs to be F5'd. Saying Ariel crybaby ass bitch face whore looking Hawani is unbiased. That bitch is more biased than a cock in a vagina. Oh, and fuck Corey Graves for what he said last night. Yeah. Then we get the Bala Boy and Rhea Ripley versus Edge and Beth. Balor is really giving it to Edge. Then Edge begins giving it to Balor. I'm kind of overseeing them fight each other. I mean, their matches are good, but, but I'm just over it. Storytelling. Mm-hmm. Did that we get... long time, long term storytelling, but it's long term storytelling. Then we get Beth and Rhea in. Neither one of the ladies budged from their clotheslines. The crowd begins chanting, "Uh, fuck you, Dominic." <laughs> Beth sends Rhea into the stairs. Then she takes out Finn. Then Finn goes under the ring, takes out Edge so Beth can't make the tag. Then we have Edge and Beth with Baylor and Rhea in submission holds. Baylor gets a two count. Really was a three count, but the ref kind of fucked that up. Um, Baylor gets on the top rope. He gets hit. Kind of hurts his nuts. Um, Edge and Beth hit the shatter machine on Baylor and they get the win. Oh my god, they hit the big rig. Does that mean uh, FTR is coming back to the WWE? Oh, of course it does. It was good to see Beth wrestle. I mean, she's she's legit, like, jacked. (laughs) I don't want to meet that bitch in the dark alley. I'll put it that way. She looking good. Fucking hell. I hate some of the people I talk to. She looking good. So then we get our men's elimination chamber, which is for the United States title, which I'm happy they're kind of making the title um, important again. Uh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> okay. The match starts off with Johnny Wrestling and everybody's favorite, Seth freaking Rollins. Um, I put in my notes, are we just going to walk around the ring singing this shitty song? Because I'm so over Seth's music. Like, it literally gives me a migraine. Carry on my wayward son. Um, they finally lock up. Gargano gets a two count. They exchange counts. We get Austin Theory enter. He begins taking them both out. I will say this, though. I'm kind of liking the new Austin Theory. Austin Theory as a heel is really good. Eh. I mean, with a little more seasoning, he could be 
on the heel level of an MJF. Fuck no. You are delusional. You are high as fuck. No, no I'm not. I don't take drugs. Thank you. Well, then whatever you're on, you need to get the fuck off. I am on the high of life. Theory sends Gargano into a pod. Theory. Theory is being ping-ponged back and forth. Um, Theory begins pleading with Gargano to work together. Then Gargano drops Theory. Um, Theory goes into a pod. Seth and Gargano begin teeing off on Theory in the pod. Then we get Damian Priest. Big Damian fan. He takes out Rollins and Gargano. He gets a two count on Gargano. Everybody's landing kicks. Then we get Bronson Reed. He begins taking it to Rollins and Gargano. Bronson gets a two count on Rollins. Then we get Montez Ford. He enters and he takes down Bronson. He takes down Theory. GameStop started putting those out today. Ooh, we're getting closer. Um... I would have to say Montez Ford was probably the best in the men's elimination chamber. He carried that match. Tez gets a two count on Bronson. Tez climbs, begins climbing the chamber. He is hanging from the top and falls off from the top onto everybody. Tez eliminates Bronson after a DDT, a curb stomp, and a frog frog splash. Then we see Rollins and Gargano sitting on top of the pod like they just shooting the shit, talking like they best friends. Um, Then Rollins does a cheap shot and begins slamming Gargano's head into the chamber. Gargano reverses and sends Rollins onto everyone from top of the pod. Then Priest pins Gargano. Montez eliminates Priest. Then we have Seth, uh, Theory, and Montez. Montez and Seth begin slugging it out. Then Tez begins to take out Theory. Montez is going for a splash. Theory gets his knees up. Theory eliminates Montez. We're left with Seth and Theory. The crowd begins to chant, You suck to Theory. Seth with two, uh, Seth hits the Liger Bomb, gets a two count. Then the refs and security just come into the chamber to help get Te- uh, Montez out because he's just laying in the ring. Theory gets the pedigree. Then Logan Paul hops in. Spears Spears Rollins does the lariat on Rollins. I don't remember. Um, Hits him with the fuck shot lariat. And then Theory is cleaning up the leftovers. Hits the A-Town down and retains his championship. Um, I don't think Theory really needs to hold on to the championship if he's going to be facing Cena at WrestleMania. Nope. They could have let Montez have this championship. Yep. I mean, hell, they could have let Damian Priest have this championship. But anyway, Theory is still your United States champion. And then we're going to move on to the main event, which is Sammy and Roman. Roman is getting booed because, of course, they're in Sammy's hometown, Montreal. Crowd is chanting Sammy. I put, can we get the damn match started already? We have a shoulder tackle by Roman. Then we have Sammy with a side headlock. 
uh, Sammy begins to fly, taking down Roman. Sammy begins unloading on Roman's head. I mean, I would unload on Roman's head, too, not the one on the shoulders. Um, Roman is done letting Sammy have his way. Roman's talking smack to Sammy's wife. Sammy hits a nice clothesline on Roman. Roman gets the super punch, gets a two count. Sammy sends Roman into the turn belt, lands a super kick, gets a two count. Sammy moves Roman through the barricade, moves and Roman goes through the barricade. Roman backs Sammy into the ref. While the ref is down, Sammy has Roman pinned, at least for a ten count. Jimmy Uso with a super kick to Sammy would get a two count. After Jimmy put Roman on top of Sammy, Roman hits a spear with a two count. Another ref gets taken out. Heyman gets a chair, hands it to Roman. Jay Uso in Canada? What the fuck? How much did they pay to get him in there? He's standing beside, uh, between Roman and Sammy. Roman hands Jay the chair, tells him to hit Sammy. Then Roman begins to put his hands all up in Jay's face, pissing Jay off. Sammy spears Jay as Roman moves out of the way. Then Roman beats Sammy with the chair. Then hits a spear. Roman wins. I didn't really expect anything different because they were not going to have him drop the belt. Um, Jimmy in the ring talking to Sammy. KO comes out to save Sammy. KO begins taking it to Jimmy Uso. He takes down Roman. Jimmy takes a stunner. Then he is powerbombed through the table. Heyman begins to hit Kevin Owens from the back. Heyman takes a stunner by KO. KO and Sammy each do a stare down to each other as KO walks up the ramp. That is your elimination chamber. That go quick enough? Um. So, as I was saying earlier about Roman being only able to have the same type of match. Spear. Spear. Superman punch. Spear. Raph bump. Spear. Usos come out. Super kick. Super kick. Super kick. Spear. Spear. Another ref bump. Super kick. Spear. One, two, three. Roman wins. Who has the better super kick? The Usos or the Young Bucks? The Young Bucks by a fucking mile. The Young Bucks don't even have the best super kick in AEW. That's the sad part. So that was your Elimination Chamber review. It, like I said, it wasn't bad. It was ass. It wasn't bad. I actually enjoyed it. And I didn't think I was going to enjoy it. You're right. It wasn't bad. It was ass. Well, you're a biased AEW mark. I'm not. My personal opinion from watching that is it did nothing for me. Like, didn't get me excited. Didn't get me, like, hyped up for WrestleMania. Like, they're really not getting anybody hyped up for WrestleMania. That's the sad part. And even, like, pro-WWE podcasts are, like, I'm just really not hyped for WrestleMania. Because you already know the outcome of the main event for Mania. You already know Cody's winning the titles. I mean, they could swerve you. And let Roman keep the titles to hit a thousand day mark and beat uh, Bruno Santino's record. Oh, if I was a petty bitch, I would. I mean, Triple H is known to be petty sometimes. 
I would do that. But the elimination chamber didn't do anything for me. It's like there's no hype around the WWE. And I feel bad for Sami Zayn. Dude is over as fuck. And his uh, reward for carrying the Bloodline story is the fucking tag titles with Kevin Owens. That's your fucking reward? No, that's bullshit. Like, nobody's hyped to see Cody and Roman. Everybody wants to see Roman and Sammy and Sammy win the titles. Yeah. Because Sammy is over naturally. And, dude, they're starting to turn on Cody. Yeah, that Ottawa crowd last night was not a fan of Cody. Like, it's not as bad as it was in AEW, but it's going to get bad. It's the same sh- Because he's just doing the same shit there that he did in AEW. So he's doing. Except he doesn't have to wrestle as much. I don't know. So, I didn't think it was bad. I kind of enjoyed Elimination Chamber, to be honest. It was ass. But, moving on. So, now let's move on to New Japan, which we kind of was watching both at the same time. Because Elimination Chamber ran into New Japan. So, we don't have notes on this. We're freeballing! But, I will bring up the match card. And we aren't going to talk about all the matches. Uh, I need here. I need this. We'll talk about the big stuff that happened. The lineup. Give me the matches and let's roll, baby. So... Our first match on the show, which, A, uh, Fight TV fucking sucks, and I bought it on New Japan World, so I had the Japanese commentary. I love the Japanese commentary. Can we just watch all New Japan Japanese? Yeah. Even though I don't understand what they're saying, because when I don't understand what they're saying, I pay more attention to what's going on in the ring than what the commentators are saying. Yeah, most of the time when I watch New Japan events, I will watch them Japanese. But so, our first match is an eight-man tag match with Rocky Romero, Josh Alexander, Adrian Quest, and Mascara Dorado versus... Volador Jr., Kushida, Kevin Knight, and DKC. And it was Kushida's team winning. Nice. It was a good match. It was a good eight-man tag. And this gives Ken or Kushida momentum going into his title match against Josh Alexander coming up in a few weeks. Nice. And then next... It is for the New Japan Strong Openweight title between Fred Rozier and Kenta. And Kenta got the won the championship. Nice. It was a solid match. I was kind of pulling for Kenta. So, Kenta. Love Kenta. And him winning the title got me fucking excited. Language. 
Next, we had the New Japan Strong Tag Team Titles with the greatest tag team on the planet. FTR? The Motor City Machine Guns. And no, there's not biased in that because they're from Detroit. I'm very biased. a lot of biased. It's very biased. And they were going up against the WCWC. Um, it was a solid tag team match from the matches I've seen before with the Motor City Machine Guns. I like Motor City Machine Guns. I watch them on Impact. I just wasn't feeling this match. And it wasn't due to the Motor City Machine Guns. But I just wasn't... This was probably one of their performances that I didn't care about. But no, Motor City Machine Guns... They put on some classics. Next up, which this match I really didn't give a fuck about. Um, kind, and I feel bad for Jay White. He had to carry Eddie Kingston through a thirty-minute match. Which Eddie Kingston, same thing with Roman. Eddie Kingston only has one way of doing a match, and it's a fucking slap fest. Like, come on, do something new. Stop acting like a fake tough guy and do something. But um, Eddie Kingston would pick up the victory over Jay White, and now Jay White can no longer compete under the New Japan name. Hmm. So, kind of sucks for him. The next up. This match was fucking pure chaos, and I love it. It was the Filthy Rules match with no ring ropes between Homicide and Tom Lawler. Tom Lawler would pick up the win. Homicide drove Tom Lawler through a door on the outside of the ring, and they were just beating the fuck out of each other. That they were. And it was pretty solid. Pretty solid no DQ match. If you like some chaos and some men just beating the shit out of each other, this match was for you. And then next, it's for the New Japan World Television Championship between Zack Sabre Jr. and Clark Connors. And it was a good technical match. SBJ would retain against Clark Connors. Which I got to see Clark Connors wrestle in South Bend. On the same night, I got to see Blake Christian wrestle. Will Ospreay. Asshole. Um, but it was solid. Just a solid. And they went. Because for New Japan Television rules. champion Championship rules. Each title match is 15 minutes. The match ended with like fourteen, ended at like fourteen fifty. Like they got close to the time limit. And then next up, the first of our double main event. This is for the IWGP Women's Championship with your IWGP Women's Championship. I don't think I commented on the Jay White match. I don't think you did because you're too busy on your phone. 
What do you have to say about the Jay White match? Knife Blade Jay White showing up in WWE after Mania. No. It's Samurai Sword Kiwi John. <laughs> Kangaroo Jack Kiwi John. But, um... So, we have Kari versus Mercedes Monet, which... They beat the fuck out of each other. Yep. And do you know when Mercedes is wrestling, if she has to pull back the wig, she's going at it. Mm-hmm. So, just a great fucking women's match. Mercedes got put through a table, and Mercedes' gear was honoring the Japanese star, Hana. Who on first uh, who committed suicide a couple years ago. So I think it was last year. It was he I think it was like twenty 2020 twenty or twenty twenty one. But um yeah. What sucks cause Hana was great. Mm-hmm. And so and Mercedes ended up winning. In a great match. I do recommend watching this match if you can. And then next. I will say I didn't think they would take the belt off of Kari so soon. I love Kari's outfit. I need me a hat like that. I will bust and wear that hat everywhere. I wouldn't mind seeing Kari go after the AEW women's title. Which, there's only a few people that I would let beat Hater for the title. Except just two of them are in Stardom slash New Japan. Or the only two are in Stardom in New Japan. Being Kari and Mercedes. But if they do show up to AEW, hell yeah. If not, Mercedes is doing her own thing in Japan. Fucking go at it, because I'm loving it. Oh, I am too. I'm liking this new Mercedes. Like I said, I didn't think they would let Kari drop the belt. But I'm kind of looking forward to the feud between her and Kari. Mercedes also called out Mickey James. Yeah, and then some stardom Japanese female wrestler called out Mercedes. Yeah, the one that shows up on AEW a lot. So... Mina... Something. I forgot. Well, there was another one. The AZM. Yeah. So, I think we're going to get some good women wrestling out of there. I do think if we get Forbidden Door 2, we're getting Mercedes and Jamie Hayter. I could see that. Definitely could see that. But the first match I want is Mercedes and Golia. Yes. But for a women's match, and for someone that's not a big fan of women wrestling, this wrestling match slammed. I liked it. A See, lot. I'm a big pioneer for women's wrestling, and you know that. Because I think some of the women are better than the men. Oh, I'll give you that. There are some women wrestlers that are better than most men. Like, I can name you five women's wrestlers off the top of my head who are better than the fucking Miz. My left leg is better than the Miz and has never trained for wrestling in its life. Hater? This is in no order, but Hater's number one. Yes, there's bias in that. 
Hater, Mercedes, Gulia, Tony Storm, Bianca Belair, Rhea Ripley. Yep. Asuka. Yep. Uh, everybody in stardom. Yep. But our main event for New Japan Pro Wrestling Battle in the Valley is for your IWGP World Heavyweight Championship with the challenger Hiroshi Tanahashi, the ace, ace of New Japan. Versus Go Ace! Hold on, hold my microphone. Rainmaker! Kajusuke Okada. That's a good match. That's well, a great match. I did not know. I did not realize Tanahashi was as old as he was. He's what? In his forties. Yeah, he's been in New Japan basically his whole career. He's what saved New Japan. Go Ace. That's why they call him the Ace of New Japan. I like this match. It was very good. I like I like both guys. I'm an Okada fan and a Tanahashi fan, so I was cool with whoever won. Uh, I would have been fine with whoever won, but I like Okada more than I like Tanahashi. Because I also just love screaming out Rainmaker. Like, Yeah, there's nothing like screaming that out at like 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, who fucking cares? Eastern Standard Time. But, um, this match was... A great showing of the Japanese style of wrestling. Agreed. In America. And also, there were some... Some famous people in the crowd. One Phil Pepsi guy. One Pepsi Phil. Who then got caught out by Kenta. Who got caught out by somebody for spending the money they owe on New Japan tickets. Pepsi Phil. Pay Danhausen, bud. I can't wait till he comes. I just want to hear Cult of Personality on AEW again. I mean, I could play it from the Alexa anytime you want. Yeah, but it's not the same feel as like... What's a Mussolini? <laughs> but it's not the same feel as like watching it on TV. I had to hear that bullshit music being played at the Greensboro Coliseum. No, thank you. Not only the Coliseum, the PNC Arena, too. Yes. No, thank you. Now, the best music I got to hear was... No. I'm better than you, and you know it. The best music we got to hear was Haters Theme when we went to Norfolk. Because that was the night they also teased the Elite coming back. Yeah, we got to see the Elite in the car. But all our windows were tinted. They snuck in by fans. Mm-hmm. Little assholes. Wanting to meet them. Maybe they'll show up at Wrestlecade. Could you imagine the Young Bucks at Wrestlecade? Brenda's like, take my fucking money! <laughs> like, here! Have him! Brenda's like, Mom, you're not going, because you're not kidnapping Nick, I mean, Matt Jackson. Oh, and Kenny's there, too? Oh, shit, I'm gonna have a threesome with Matt like- and Kenny. <laughs> For anything my mom's about to say to you guys, I'm adopted. (laughs) The fuck you are? You came out of my vagina. (laughs) I'm like... You came out of my vagina on August 14th, 2002 at 4.45 p.m. 
Wasn't I late? Or was I early? No, you were you were on time. I thought I was supposed to be born in June or July. No, you were supposed to be born in August. Oh. Your sister come early. Ah. Uh-huh. She was supposed to be born in May and I had her in April. Ah. Uh-huh. Because we were living in Ohio and I needed to coordinate it so your Nana and Papa could be there. So, I had her in April so they could come up. I went to the doctor on Friday and they said they could induce me on Monday. So, that gave your Papa the weekend to travel. Nice. And then they took that whole week off and stayed. He called 1-800-WORK-MY-DAUGHTER-SAVING-A-BABY. Well, when I went into uh, the hospital with you, I had gone to the doctor's office that morning. And the doctor says, we could go ahead and put you in. And so I called your Nana as she was at work. And I was like, hey, Mom, the doctor said they're going to go ahead and put me in the hospital and uh, take the baby. And she's like, okay. She turned around to her boss lady and says, um, I'm leaving. We're having a baby. Bye. <laughs> and your papa had been in town all week. And it was the the one day they sent him out of state to drive. He was in South Carolina. And so when your Nana called him. He was like, he was literally standing up in the cab of his semi with the pedal to the metal trying to get back in time. <laughs> he missed you being born by five minutes if he would have came straight to the hospital with the semi truck instead of taking the semi truck back to work and picking up his pickup truck. He would have been there. Damn. Well, at least I was the reason he was speeding. Yep. <laughs> Yep, he, he said he had to pedal to the metal in the floor and he was pushing that truck as hard as it could go. <laughs> so what are you going to say? What was I going to say? You were talking about Omega and the Young Bucks being a, if they showed up at WrestleCade, you're not responsible for what I say. Yep. But um, no, if I if we they do the go. They ever show up at WrestleCade, I am definitely meeting them. Take my money. Have all my money. See, I'll sell a titty for that. So here, eh, here's my thing about is some of the people we already met might already be there. Yeah, so we don't have to see them again. Yeah. Why will you waste your money to meet them again? You've not met them once. Yeah, but it's cool to talk to Dan Allison. Yeah, well, I could walk by and say, hey. It was cool to talk to Dax. Yeah. But. And Ethan and Scorpio were really cool. That was the only people I wanted to meet was Ethan and Scorpio. Oh, God. If fucking Matt Haven is there. Oh, you're in trouble. Oh, yes, yes. Please, please. They were there for the wrestling event. But if they're there where you could do a meet and greet. Oh, oh, yes. I'm pissed we missed Jay White. You are going to be walking the other way when I'm done. Let Okada be there? You better have your phone on standby to call your papa to get me out of jail. Let Okada be there? That would be cool. He speaks pretty good English. Yeah, but... Oh, and after the... Okada Okada won, he didn't cut his little promo... And Mercedes came out. And Monet. And they were like, Mercedes was like, yo, Okada, you make it rain, I make money, let's be a tag team. So are they going to be Monet Maker? They're going to be. Or Rain Monet? I like Monet Maker. 
But, um, yeah. That was Eliminash Chamber in New Japan, a pro wrestling battle in the Valley, which was the only great show on Saturday night. They were both good shows, in my opinion. Don't listen to the biased bitch on the other end of the microphone. Um, New Japan gets a 8 out of 10. Elimination Chamber gets a 0 out of 10. Bada bing, bada boom. Uh, I agree with your rating for New Japan. I'll give it an 8. Elimination Chamber... I'll give it a 6. You take off the line, right? Off the 6 and make it a 0? I give it a 6. I heard (laughs) 0. You biased bitch. I'm not biased. It's just my opinion. You are very biased against WWE. I'm not biased. It was my personal opinion. And personal opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. So there's yours. And so that's your review for your Elimination Chamber in New Japan Battle in the Valley. We'll be back tomorrow to review AEW because I got to watch that shit tonight. (laughs) Take notes. Yeah. Plus all the homework I got to do. God damn it. So. I got a whole fucking book I got to read into a book review on. I ain't even started. Got that. And is it next week Mando comes out or the week after? Was it March 1st or something? I think it's March 1st. I think it's the week after next. Hi, Maxwell. Because today's the 21st. Hi, Max. Max. Yes, my cat is named after Maxwell Jacob Freeman from AEW. Hey, Maxie Max. And his name is Maxwell Venom. Hi, buddy. You're so cute. But that is our review. Hope you enjoyed it. If you like what you hear, give us a five-star rating on your podcast 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 platform. (laughs) And we will see y'all people tomorrow discussing AEW. We'll see y'all on When Dizzle's Wednesday. Yep, When Dizzle Wednesday tomorrow. Goodbye, people. Later.